Welcome to Tank Talk, ideas that fuel your business, a Titan Cloud Software podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tank Talk, a Titan Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. We're really looking forward to this deep dive conversation. So on today's episode, we're taking a broad look at the needs of the commercial fueling industry and why fuel operators can look to Titan Cloud software as an all-in-one solution. For this conversation, we're sitting down with the best person to give us this industry perspective, and that would be Mr. Clay Moore. He's Director of Product Management at Titan Cloud, and Clay is going to help us unpack the needs of commercial fuel operators, how the industry is shifting, and where pain points with customer service or logistics can come up, as well as how data can give that much-needed direction to inform business strategy. Clay, great to have you on. How are you doing today? Doing well, thank you. Uh, looking forward to, to this conversation and breaking all this down, so let's get right to it. Why don't we start with the needs for the industry? Can you give us a broad overview of what commercial fuel operators are struggling with today and why those challenges are the ones that are most prevalent? As far as the needs in the industry, the needs in the industry are, are constantly changing from regulatory and compliance as far as new regulations that are coming on board. But more importantly, the customer feeling experience, it really drives the market and regarding, you know, your, your, your business, you know, your sales, you know, as social media impacts every industry, you know, years ago, it was all about, you know, who has the cheapest gas prices. But now it's all about the experience in regards to a clean store, you know, safe, secure environment, you know, better fueling experience, better fuel quality. So when you're looking at across the entire market as far as sea stores and the petroleum industry, you know, managing and monitoring and keeping track of those things, you know, you've got to have the tools to make yourself, you know, be very efficient or else you're losing money. More importantly, if you're not keeping up with the latest trends, you're going to be losing clients and business. And that, of course, is why everyone is, you know, in the, in the industry to begin with. And I'm sure the current pandemic that we're facing as a nation, as a globe, um, is providing some extra strain. Uh, how is COVID-19 affecting logistics and bottom lines for uh, commercial fuel operators? For the fuel industry currently, I just got off the phone with uh, several different um, you know, big retail um, distributors. And what they've seen in the regular and premium gases have went down about 12 to 20% in some markets as far as petroleum volume sales. Diesel, however, has stayed flatline in most markets, if not increased, because everyone is, is relying on the logistics and, you know, the supply chains and distribution networks, which involves, you know, trucks. And so the diesel market may be doing well, but the other gas prices and deliveries have definitely took a huge impact of their normal sales. So those key issues we're seeing, you know, the ones that persist as well as the ones that are fresh because of COVID-19. Uh, what are the tangible effects of not addressing these key issues as a player in commercial fuel? How does that actually affect day-to-day -day operations? Well, in a lot of industries, you know, the customer feeling experience, you know, really, you know, being sensitive and, and caring about that that level of 
you know, the market. If you don't address the individual customer or the individual store, then your entire market is going to reflect that. Uh, we did several different use cases where, you know, we were doing um, a flow rate program where we ensured that the flow rate t uh, was maintained above a certain level. And that impacted not just the stores where they saw increased sales and increased volumes, but the entire market that adhered to the same program. So if you don't, it, you know, listen to your customer and really be sensitive to making sure that you're not being shut down for, for you know, erroneous reasons and you're not, you know, providing the best level of service, not doing it is you're losing potential sales and, and business. You know, when you do these programs and really sensitive to it and making sure that the the site stays operational, that not only are you doing something well that's increasing your sales, but by running in a more efficient program, you're also having less downtime, less regulatory issues, less fines, less risk. So by implementing programs where you can track, monitor, and manage the system, and being able to react quickly when there's a problem, or better yet, get to the root cause of the problem, then you're going to see not just increased sales, but you're also going to have a, a smoother operation with lower maintenance costs across the board. And how do those lower costs end up impacting long-term strategy for these fuel operators? Um, you know, how can they then take those wins and apply them to a, a long-term vision of, of success and a successful business model? If you're looking at the, the impact of, of lowering the risk, you know, one release detection that fails or one, you know, catastrophe or one issue where there was a cross drop in fuel that impacted a client's, you know, vehicle, those things can be like 20000 to to $100,000 worth of cleanup and repair. So, Managing and keeping that will let, you know prevent the risk, and that's really a long-term, you know, mitigation so that you don't in, incur unknown exuberant cost down the line. But when you are running a more efficient operation, in regards to the customer feeling experience, making sure the flow rates are high, making sure that the dispensers are running well, then we've seen a shift of of about three to six percent in volume sales for those sites participating in a, in a program where customer experience was the focus. Now, 3% for one store may not be tremendous amount, but then you look across an entire market or a portfolio of facilities, a 3% increase in volume sales where the, the volume of petroleum going through there could be a million gallons a month, 3% can be a significant dollar amount. And that long-term strategy is, you know, not just recovering loss, but you're gaining additional sales. And as you, as you know, most customers have a, a buying habit, if you would, as they come to the store and build that customer experience, they become a regular client. They're going to come in the store more. They're going to have the additional residual sales. But as a you know long-term solution, you're constantly growing your sales opportunity at the store level. And so you're able to increase your monthly sales and keep, you know, from losing, you know, clients or churn based on other things. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit and uh, move over to better understanding what you specifically bring to the table for the industry uh, and unpacking 
your expertise as well as um, your background. So what do you do as director of product management at Titan? How did you get into this role in this industry? And what are some of the client interfacings that you have to do on a day-to-day basis? Well, I actually originally came with Titan as a part of an acquisition. Uh, I was working for a, a survey company, a survey network, if you would, where they did sign um, permitting and signs for rebranding of C-stores. Um, you know, I, uh, I came on board as a software, in, you know, development, you know, software engineer. And, you know, I've seen the software grow from just a data collection model to automation of release detection and, you know, the most powerful polling industry, you know, software. Um, you know, what I do here is I continually listen to our clients and I'm fortunate enough to work with a great, you know, bunch of clients, a great team as far as here at Titan. And I get the chance to go out there meet the clients, understand their needs and understand the changing needs in the industry. You know, going to the, you know, PI shows, you know, going to these, you know, you know, events where I really get to, to listen to the problems. And so I work with their teams to design and develop solutions as well as our team to, that can, you know, meet these growing needs in the industry as well as, you know, better, you know, better work the, the operation day to day so that we're addressing real problems and not just, you know, making software for software sake. I worked in, you know, engineering and, and uh, software development for, you know, 25 years before I came on board with Titan. I worked with um, communication software a lot. And so when I came on board with Titan, I was familiar with C stores from doing surveys and signage and understanding the, the gas station space. But I really didn't have the the full understanding of the petroleum industry at that point. But I was fortunate enough to get on a project with VitaRoot and work with communications with those devices. And my communication background allowed us to develop software to really communicate and make the most out of the ATG, which is one of the primary, you know, equipment at the C store level to give you visibility in what's going on with the fuel. So when I got into that, I really dedicated a lot of my time to learn the industry, learn the devices. And I spent a lot of time with technicians and maintenance personnel and really understanding what they're doing, where the problems are. And just over the past, you know, 12 years, I have amassed a tremendous amount of, you know, knowledge as well as, you know, friends in the industry that, you know, we're continuing to grow with and understand and, and make a better solution for. When you were talking about the customer feeling experience, you know, right now there's not a lot of data out there regarding customer feeling impact from social media. You know, what what impact is one bad social post really doing for a business? You know, gas stations, the brand recognition is really a big impact when there's a bad social post. And I know people have, you know, personnel that's all they do is is log into social media and, and look for feedback. But no one really knows what a negative feedback in the social media world today will do to a C-store or even a brand. I, I think that there's a lot of data and research still needs to be uh, done on that, that area. So in those interactions that you have with your client base, what do you enjoy most about that role? whether it's building the product, interacting with your customers, solving some specific challenges for the industry. You know, what gets you out of bed every day about being in this industry? 
Well, I think it, everyone can say the same thing here. People love, just like I love, enjoy making a difference. I mean, it's very rewarding to me to, that something that you're doing is and contributing to is helpful to others. You know, working with clients and understanding the problems, you know, as a problem solver, coming up ways that can help them and really make the difference in the day-to-day, you know, operation. Um, as again, I said, I'm very blessed to be working with such great clients and such teammates where I get to to get out there and, you know, unravel these problems and come up with a technology solution. And as director of product management, how do you find yourself trying to get the most out of this relationship for your customers? How do you foster that relationship with them so that it's more than just a transactional, here's your service and we're done, but something that really uh, grows into a partnership? Well, you you got to see yourself as a solutions partner. You know, you've got to go in with the intention to help them, not just try to sell them something. And staying in communication with your clients is key. You know, a lot of times I see people using and doing the same thing over and over the same way. They're they're putting get data together. They're running a report. Uh, they're doing it the same way because that's the way they've always done it. That's the way it's, it's taught to be done. I always keep continually getting my clients and my people to to ask, is there a better way? Can we do this better? And that's how we constantly evolve the software is constantly asking that question, is there a better way to do this? Can we be more efficient at this? And by, you know, going in with the, the, the attitude of making the solution fit and making things better, um, you know, people open up and they discuss the problem more and you can really get to the goal of what you're trying to achieve and really you know, get what the problems are, are so that you can custom fit a solution for that. Um, I guess that's, <clears throat> you know, the idea is leveraging technology so that uh, it helped users, you know, do more and focus on the bigger issues instead of worrying about the, the minor things. You know, let's leverage technology in today's industry as much as possible. All right, now let's connect those dots between your background and experience at Titan with the biggest challenges we broke down at the beginning for commercial fuel operators. Your company, for the uninitiated, obviously, provides software for fuel solutions. So how does Titan aim to tackle those main challenges that commercial fuel operators face today? How does Titan aim to provide value for its customers um, customers who are looking to improve the management of their fuel operations. You know, in today's world, you know, having the latest information is key, you know, making decisions. I know, you know, having instant information is always better for the decision-making. And one of the main factors in the fuel management is having fast, dependable, and reliable visibility into, like, inventories. You know, our polling software uh, accomplishes this, you know, plus a, a lot of other things. We can poll any gauge type and deliver that information in various methods, um, you know, from page visibility, emails, FTP, API data feeds. You know, our solution is not only about vi- visibility and reliability, but it's also able to provide analytics, not just for the field forecasting, but better tank charts, root cause analysis on alarms, and, you know, the ability to filter out the noise and, 
and uh, all at the same time providing remote access to these devices. Um, you know, if you're not managing, you know, your fueling system, then you're only reacting to, you know, the, the alarms. You're only reacting to what you're seeing. But the software allows you to really take control and, and really own what you're doing. Uh, this, this allows people to truly manage the gauge and, and the site and provide, you know, the most, you know, reliable data that you can, you know, make better decisions with. Commercial fuel operators have logistical issues that Titan is looking to solve. They have, um, you know, customer service and kind of external facing issues that Titan aims to solve. Um, those same kinds of challenges exist in other industries, and there are other kind of software providers that you know come in and help provide those solutions. So when you see Titan's relationship with your clientele, what's unique about that compared to other industries looking to solve in similar kinds of um, of logistical or customer service issues? And what do you think that has to say about Titan Cloud's approach and what y'all do well? Well, you know, there, there's lots of software out there. And, you know, often our clients use multiple software programs to achieve goals. You know, you may have one software to do maintenance and one software to do field logistics and these problems. Um, and a lot of times clients will have to log into four or five systems. And one of the really big differentiators in Titan is that it's a platinum, uh, not a platinum, it's a platform of software, meaning that the not only can we do and manage the compliance environmental stuff, but you're able to track your fuel logistics and you're able to um, see the, the symbiotic relationship between how these work. If your fuel's you know, interrupted, it's going to impact your compliance. If your compliance interrupted, it's going to have an impact to your maintenance. As a platform, you have better reporting across all of these to give you a deeper insight to what's actually going on and take care of the root cause so that you take care of the issue as it comes up. Other softwares will focus on one portion of this. Uh, as Titan has evolved throughout the years, uh, we have stayed in the industry in regards to focus on the petroleum industry, the sea store space, to the problems. Now, the problems that we're answering, you know, we're, we're finding solutions for are not unique to a particular client. These are common problems that everyone has. So when we hear the same problem multiple times from several different clients, we make sure that the problem is, you know, identified, that we have a solution, and we get feedback from all the clients. So we really, you know, make sure that it's a, a total solution. That mixed with the detail, you know, reporting, that centralized system of being able to see everything at once makes a huge impact on the clients. And that's one of the biggest differentiators is that, you know, as, as a platform, the, the insight you get from that centralized you know, process is, is something that a lot of others can't compete with. You mentioned earlier how important data is to solving some of these issues. Talk about the data that Titan is able to provide its customers and how that um, robust set of analytics has helped them improve their outcomes. And if you can, some specific examples would help. <clears throat> now, now, this is the part, and and people that have, have known me, and then I'm going off on the reservation here. People who have known me know that uh, I spend a lot of time 
learning and spinning in you know in the gauge the fuel gauge itself from Vita roots the franklin fuel gauges opws and so i want to start with the atg example you know often you can't tell if the gauge is programmed right but you can definitely tell when it's programmed wrong and often the programming can be so erroneous that it can severely cost the operations in downtime um, now one of the, one perfect example we had a, a client that had some configuration issues they had about 608 locations in the California market. And we started looking at the programming. And what we noticed is they were being shut down from uh, water in the diesel sump was shutting down all the products at the station. Now, based on what we knew the station did in sales, and especially in California, um, they were losing about 250 to 300,000 gallons a month in lost revenue due to the sites being shut down for various different pieces. Now, there were Sydney technicians out there. There were, you know, lots of people that had been to the site, people had been seeing it, but they had never really looked at the data as a whole. They'd always been reacting to the one alarm or the one problem. And so having that high level view and being able to see the trend and being able to see the programming from a, a global standpoint, we were able to go in and correct some of the bad, bad programming. And then within less than a month, we reduced the downtime from 250, 300,000 gallons a month to about 40 to 50,000 gallons a month. So we've recovered them over 200,000 gallons in lost revenue per month just by correcting poor programming that was in a gauge. Um, this is probably, you know, one, one of many examples because not only did we do that, it has been perpetually that way since those were corrections. So that configuration monitoring and configuration management that we do on the gauge after correcting those things, saving them and, you know, lots of downtime as well as improving their, their sales by, 200,000 gallons of sales a month, which is phenomenal if you care that across the year. Um, you know, that's that's one of the, you know, prime examples. Uh, another one is, as far as data, we talk about customer feeling experience. Um, there's only, you know, so much that people, you know, think, you know, the store, hey, you know, go to this gas station, Hey, you know, go in 35% of the people that get gas will go into the actual store. So the, the numbers that I'm showing here are only on the fuel side. So there's additional benefits just from the inner store sales. Uh, we had a, a client that we went into and did a, a pilot program and we've done several case studies with since then where we were monitoring flow rate. And now flow rate's a big term in regards to being able to make sure the gas is pumping you know, a certain level. So the industry standard has been and always has been seven gallons per minute. Um, so seven gallons to 10 gallons per minute is the flow rate. Uh, so our system was monitoring these gas stations. And when the program, when a gas station went below seven gallons per minute, we would dispatch and they would go out and change filters. <clears throat> the result and the, the sites that were participating in the program saw an increase to 3 to 6% in sales over that period as far as per month. 
Now, some of these sites were doing three, four hundred thousand gallons in sales, and it, with an increase of three to five you know, percent. Think about that for doing nothing more than changing an eight dollar filter. That was a huge increase in sales. Now, this didn't just impact those stores, it impacted the market. So, fuel supply, the wholesaler that was delivering fuel, then had three percent increased volume across you know, 60, 70 stores, which is even, you know, how many more, you know, thousands and thousands of gallons. So increasing those sales, you know, reducing the loss caused from downtime. This is just a couple of, you know, examples where data from what we're monitoring just in, on the dispenser and on the fuel gauge played a critical role in a day-to-day -day operation across not just one site, but hundreds of sites. I mean, that level of savings is pretty incredible. Is that a commonality when those changes are made, or is that the exception to the rule? I mean, do you really see those kinds of savings? There are a lot of technicians out there that are really, really good, and they they can program the gauge correctly. Um, but a lot of times, I have seen the reverse, and that's the, the troubling side, is when I see something where a technician will go on site to fix an item and they'll turn the sensor to be normally closed. Now, for those that don't know, when typically when you turn, turn a sensor into normally closed, you make it active to sound into alarm. They were taking sites that were um, normally in alarm and they turned it to normally closed so it suppressed the alarm. Um, I found quite a few of sites when I did this for a client where they had poor programming, were getting false positives that they were thinking that everything was great in the system because the technicians, they were just suppressing the alarm. So nobody, nobody really cared about fixing the issue. They were just wanting to get that passing test. And so when, when I say that, yes, these, this example of you know savings and downtime, that is not always, you know, the case. But if you look at the other side of the the, the platform, the other side of the, the benefit is by taking control of what you have, what your apps actually consist of, and making sure that they're programmed right, it's going to save you so much in fines and other, you know, backlash from regulatory you know, inspections, if, if you don't know what you have, you're leaving the door open for, you know, mega loss. And that is a constant. If you, that's one thing that I can say across the board is the system. I may not be able to correct programming across, you know, 2000 sites and say, Hey, this is now you're saving lots of money. Um, but by giving you visibility into what you have and make sure the programming's right, even though you may not have a, a reduction in, in a tremendous amount of downtime, you definitely have the assurance that the programming is not going to cost you fines, regulatory you know, you know, issues down the line. Could you give us a rundown as well, just for posterity here, of how Titan helps optimize the customer fueling experience? I know you've kind of mentioned it, but if you could just break it down again, uh, how important is that optimization of the customer experience 
um, how important is that today when we see retail having so many challenges, when we see brick and mortars, um, you know, struggling to adapt to an experience focused economy? How does that impact that customer fueling experience and why is that so important? Great question. You know, one of the things that I keep trying to stress is that if you're not running optimum, you're losing money. And what I see, you know, like the life cycle of fuel coming in from the terminal to the store, you know, eventually to the customer, you know, there's a lots, lots of places along that chain where you can have a failure. You know, there are lots of failure points there. So our system keeps track of that entire life cycle. Um, if you think about it, I came up with this uh, term, Fitbit of fuel. Think about, about it like a Fitbit for fuel. You know, just like your Fitbit you wear in your arms, telling you your heart rate, how many steps you did. You know, Titan system does that for the entire fueling system. Uh, it, you know, by providing reliable inventory levels, it allows the, the carriers or suppliers to get the, the fuel to the station in time before there's a run out. Right there, you're already preventing a shutdown. Uh, by giving the users tools to truly manage the configuration of the ATG, it prevents you know potential risk. It prevents the uh, shutdowns from the the gauge you know from poor programming. And by monitoring the the flow rate and nozzle availability, it ensures that there's a great transaction. And you know all these things you know impact that customer feeling experience. You know if the site shut down you're going to have upset customer. You know, they they expect or, you know, they demand, you know, availability constantly. Even like in, you know, I know we talked about the the COVID-19 and and the impact, even though there's a lot of displacement, when people go to a convenience store, they want that availability. It's it's why they go there. So if it's out of fuel or the dispensary isn't working right, the customers get angry. And in today's social media, you know, blogging, you know, if customers up to set, you know, you're not going to lose that customer, but what's the other impact of other potential customers? Um, you know, so that's a, that's a big uh, thing that I see as far as like the brands that are being impacted from that customer feeling experience, you know, brand reliability. Um, it, you know, if it's a bad experience, you know, I, I'm going to actually give you an example here. I, I traveled and uh, moved cross country twice. Um, I stopped at a certain brand and I had a, uh, was filling up a U-Haul truck and it took like two, five minutes to even get like the first couple of gallons. Well, I hung up the dispenser and I drove to the next one and I got fuel. I stopped 10 or 12 more times throughout my trip. But when I had the option to go to the brand that I had the bad experience or the other, some reason I went to the other because I had such a bad experience from that one brand. And that was just me on a personal level. And I think all customers do this. If you have that bad brand, you know, experience, it's going to impact the entire purchasing process. So when you talk about being able to monitor in the software to provide these tools to effectively manage those systems, you know, the goal is to upgrade the experience. You know, you need to upgrade the experience that the customer is having. And by doing that, you know, that's going to make the customer happy. It's going to increase sales and keep gas flowing the way it should be. And that's what our software tries to provide an insight into. 
All right, Clay, we're just about done with our conversation here today. Uh, to wrap, could you just summarize again what Titan Cloud's main differentiators are uh, compared to the competition and just as a, uh, a support entity for a lot of commercial fuel operators? What really sets you apart and um, you know, how do you strive to be unique and uh, holistic with your solutions? Well, I think it's approach that we go to our clients with it. We want to be a solutions partner. You know, we do software. We, we don't try to sell manufacturing goods. We don't try to, you know, sell a gauge or, or have any sort of, you know, bias as far as our products. We sell software. And one of the biggest differentiators that we have is that we will work with any gauge type and we will work with the clients to be able to un understand the problem and share what other solutions uh, that you know the industry or other clients have done as far as with the same problems. Uh, as a platform, we can connect the entire life cycle of fuel from you know acquisition to delivery uh, to you know customer purchase. Even the, on the compliance side, being able to give you tools to track and integrate with other third-party systems like, you know, third-party testing vendors, everything is a centralized reporting. As a centralized platform, you don't have to, to re-manually key things in. It allows people to manage by exception. So all the information that we're gathering from all these sources we're able to roll up into a dashboard so you so clients can manage by exception as opposed to you know, wasting their time. So we want the client, and we always keep that in the focus, to, we want the client to be able to focus on the issues that really need to be addressed, that need their attention, and anything that can be automated and as a software technology solution can be done, that's what we try to provide, better tools. Better tools more insight to the data and being able to see how that data relates across different departments from environmental maintenance and fuel, being able to tie it all together so that you have clear overall picture and not just reacting to day-to-day -day problems, but being able to really get to the root cause, change those things so that everything grows and can be built on upon that as a, you know, day-to-day. -day. So I guess the, in summary, you know, what what is what makes them different? Well, I think it means it's really that we are, uh, you know, we're a solutions partner and we want to make sure that the software is a solution for all our clients. All right. Clay Moore, thank you for that final note. I appreciate your insights on this podcast, breaking down the most important needs of the commercial fueling industry and why Titan Cloud Software is the go-to solution. Again, Clay Moore is the Director of Product Management at Titan Cloud. Clay, thanks for your time. I appreciate it and looking forward to chatting soon. Thank you very much. Have a good day. And thank you everyone for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And if you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, you can find more Tank Talk on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure you are uh, leaving a rating and a comment wherever you're listening to your podcast content. And be sure to head to Titan Cloud's website for more content, articles, videos, blogs, and podcasts, as well as for more information about Titan Cloud's solutions. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. 
Till next time. <laughs>